This is episode numero tres, way. This is Mr. Guns Up. This is Ruben. Um, Ralphie wanted me to do my bio. Uh, last time he felt pretty lonely uh, sitting here by himself, talking to himself, imagining a, a buff guy next to him. Eating uh, fucking hot dog. <laughs> eating a hot dog. So what's up, guys? So I'm going to do my quick bio. Um, I am the old guy out of the podcast. I am 3-1 years old. And... Uh, I am, I was born in Mexico for those people that didn't know. I got my wet back stamps on the left covered by a tattoo. Um, so we're both, uh, you were born in Puerto Rico, huh? That's right. That's what I heard last time. Yeah. So uh, I didn't even know that. Fun fact. You uh, listened to Bro Chilla? I did. I listened to Bro Chilla. I was no. driving. I got to support my homie. Um, but yeah, so I was born in Mexico in a city called Teocaltiche. <laughs> Pronounce that. Uh, yeah, so Tiercaltiche, Jalisco, that's where I was born. Uh, my family, my dad was out here um, when I was younger, and then he brought, uh, we came legally. Uh, he brought my mom, my sister, my older sister, which is also my baby sis, and my little bro, Edgar, um, brought us over when I was uh, my daughter's age, third grade. Oh, no, 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 scratch that. I was in second grade, I think. Yeah, so I was a little punk uh, coming over here. Uh, I was a real troublemaker growing up, even in high school, uh, they called me Duff Man in high school, and I was known for yelling out extreme in the middle of parties and smashing beer, con- beer cans in my head, uh, those people from, uh, <laughs> from high school that know me, uh, so I was pretty wild, and then I played football, um, and I was that crazy guy that was screaming down the field on kickoffs, um, I, w- I definitely had a couple of screws loose, I still do, uh, so I played football, I did some wrestling and basketball, and then I joined the Marine Corps straight out of high school. Um, told my parents I was going to be a motor T driver, for those people that don't know. I told them I was going to be a truck driver for the Marine Corps. Little did they know, um, I was actually a machine gunner. Uh, and uh, they, were, they would always wonder why I always had to go overseas. Um, uh, did one deployment to Iraq when, uh, Ralphie was still shitting diapers. Um, that was back in 2008. Uh, I went to Iraq, went to a city called Haditha and, uh, then came back, got married and knocked up my wife and then went to, uh, Afghanistan and came back from Afghanistan. My baby girl was born. And then uh, a year later, got divorced. And then we moved back to California, or I moved back to California. Uh, they already were already here. Uh, moved back to California, became a trainer. And then from there, the fitness life started. And now I am Mr. Guns Up, and I am single, but I am not looking. I am. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm single, but not looking. I'm just living. Uh, the single life right now and uh, the bachelor life, but um, 
Like they said, like one great Marky Mark said, I'm a peacock, you gotta let me fly sometimes. Uh. So, <laughs> so that's the backstory. And now Ralphie and I kind of linked up. Well, how do we link up? Uh, through work. Yeah. He, he shot me a DM. I shot him a DM. Uh, I sent him um, the eggplant, and he was all about it. <laughs> but yeah, so we got an awesome podcast, guys. Uh, we got this cute girl that we interviewed. Um, her name is Kelsey. Uh, Apparently, a lot of guys love her eyes, so you'll hear about that. And uh, I'm going to let Rafi take over. That's my spill. Boom. Pretty boy coming through. Yeah, I just stepped into the podcast. Uh, what's Gucci, everyone? Um, it's Ralphie, a.k.a. Pretty Boy Swagger, a.k.a. The skinniest heavyweight you know. Um, it's Friday. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. We are deeply... Sorry and send our condolences to everyone that was offended by the fact that we did not have an episode on Monday. Uh, this is a new thing for us, so it's kind of challenging. Uh, we work and work out a lot, so it's kind of hard, but we'll be more consistent uh, with our posts. Um, today, we got a couple topics to cover. Uh, obviously, we're going to discuss the Magic Johnson Lakers situation, um, show some love for D Wade and Dirk, um, do our picks for the first round of the NBA playoffs. And talk about this douchebag that is Aaron Rodgers. Whoa, embrace debate. Embrace debate. Um, so we'll start um, with the, the Lakers news since this is what's on every ESPN station and every um, you know sports talk show and podcast. Um, sure you're all well aware, Magic Johnson abruptly stepped down as president of basketball operations for the Golden Arches that are the Los Angeles Lakers. Also known as McDonald's. <laughs> and um, it kind of shocked the world. So, Ruben, tell us a little bit about what you think's going on. You know, just take it wherever with that magic and Lakers. Like, what the fuck? Magic. So, I think I, I'm a firm believer that um, LeBron is turning into the villain of basketball. And I think, I think this is all the, um, the side effect of LeBron being – president of operations, of basketball operations, the GM, and being the player, and being the coach. I think he needs to step back and just be an MJ or a Kobe, know his role, because he's destroying this franchise. Uh, when they started, when he first got there, there was a lot of hype, there was a lot of excitement. LeBron's name was still pretty high up there, I feel. Because he you had know? that playoff run last yeah, year. Yeah, he had that playoff run. And he came over to L.A. I'm not going to lie, I was excited. I wanted to see something good. I wanted to see Lakers, Warriors go head-to-head. I kind of wanted to see Kawhi come down, you know, and that would have been a good matchup. It would have been pretty even. And, you know, even Steve Kerr said that they were a scary team come Christmas. And then he got hurt, and he was out for a couple weeks. A month, and, and then he started his little antics, you know, uh, becoming the GM, trying to recruit uh, uh, Anthony Davis, and then broke up the team chemistry, and then the wheels r- really fell off. And it was just a domino effect. The, guy, the, the, the young guys that looked up to LeBron like every young player does, yeah. you know, was pretty much slapped across the head and, you know, stabbed in the back by LeBron. You know, as much people don't want to admit it, you know, that's that's exactly what happened. He stabbed those kids in the back. They looked up to him, and he pretty much said, hey, this one player is better than all four of you, you know, or three of and you. he got Magic to. Yeah, to- and, and he got Magic in the mix, and, 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 and he muddied the waters with Magic and the Laker fan base and the Lakers, and I feel like 
now the Luke Walton thing happened, and and it just it was just a domino effect, and I think uh, I think Magic Johnson is just a casualty of LeBron's antics, you know, and I, and I think you know Magic Johnson likes to likes his brand to be the the fun guy like you like we and you talked about offline Mm -hmm. you know being the fun guy and being that guy that people remember as being a great coach or not coach but a great player you know but i think while lebron is with the lakers and still fabricating his legacy i don't think it's genuine this is not the goat this will never be the goat you know that's that that's plain and simple he's a he's a, a amazing player but the fact that Nothing feels organic and everything feels like it's calculated. It, it, it does, you can't give him that title. And he, you can't give it, to, give it to him after he called himself the GOAT. You know, like, you know that's just it, – it's just a cocky move. It, you know, a, a great player like MJ or Kobe, you know, they always kind of brush that question off like they were above it because they were above it. LeBron stoops down to that level. And I think I don't know. What do you think? You think it's just the the, the way the NBA goes now? Because even even KD, you know, stoops down to the low level of like having a burner account and, and then saying like, I'm the best and, and stuff. I'm the best. And it just kind of I feel like that's just the way the players are going now. Now it's it's carrying over to NFL too. Look at AB. Yeah. You know, AB's constantly going at at, at rate uh, at players' you know, rights. No, like Steeler, like Steeler fans talking smack to him on on Twitter, on Instagram, just replying. When you're, just, you're supposed to be above all that, you know. Yeah. Like, like just, if you're at work and you got an email from a client talking shit, you're not gonna say something back, douchey. No, you gotta be not. professional. That's their profession, right? Yeah, that's their profession. I mean, that, that's that comes with the job, man. Like you just gotta, you, you gotta Thanks ignore skin. those. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Yeah. No, I, I I think that was good. That was some some stuff, and I'm glad you took it in such a wide wide. Uh, array that I, I didn't I wasn't thinking about the how soft the players are which is definitely a topic that we could elaborate on too um but to go back to the the magic and the Lakers my my whole opinion on this is that from the get magic wasn't the best person for the position not because he couldn't do the job it's just he's a businessman he has so much going on outside of this that he doesn't have time and that was one of the things that people were knocking him for is that he was never around Right. When you're a president of basketball operations, you're traveling overseas to check out these foreign players. You're going to AAU games to check out the scouts that aren't going to be on your team for another 10 years. Right. Like it's a real time consuming job um, that realistically probably doesn't pay much, especially when you're Magic Johnson and you're worth like eight hundred million dollars. But I think the reason he stepped down and there's it was a it was a domino effect. Everything you said was correct. LeBron had an impact. Luke Warren had an impact. Jeannie Buss had an impact. The fans, the pressure, the the free agency coming up had an impact. Losing Paul George, mm-hmm. right? And I, it's just magic, like you said, is this happy go lucky walks into a room and brightens it up. Yeah, everyone smiles. Everyone wants to dap him up. It's Magic Johnson, baby. That's what I <laughs> yeah. think about when I I just yeah. see him dribbling the ball and be like, "What's up? It's Magic Johnson, baby." Yeah. Just like doing commercials, um, and uh, he said it in his press conference. He said, "You know." I was going to have to um, make a decision on, on someone's, someone's job, someone's livelihood yeah. tomorrow. And, and that's not me. That's not magic. That's not what I do. And um, it made me think, hey, all the bullshit that influenced this decision aside, realistically, he's just not cut out for making those cutthroat decisions. 
Um, he went from being a guy that would walk into a room with other GMs and presidents and people would be like, oh, Magic, how are you doing? To the guy that when he walks in, everyone probably turns a different way. Yeah. Right? Because no one wants to help the Lakers become a dynasty again. And everyone knew Magic was back there pulling strings. Um, he got fined a lot for talking to players. He's been very vocal about being an advocate for other players. So I definitely think more so than the, the drama – which was 50% of why he did it. it. It's because that's, he's not the person to do that. He's not someone that's going to fire Luke. He's mm-hmm. not going to um, not do what Jeannie tells him. He already had turned all the young guys on himself. So I think it was more so his personality and brand that he wasn't wanting to tarnish. Um, what I think is the real problem moving forward for them is that there's already all kinds of ridiculous names being thrown out there. And one that I will touch on <laughs> is Kobe <laughs> And in a perfect world, that sounds amazing. He fucking comes out, takes us to the championship, right? Leads the team, recruits guys. But one, Kobe don't fuck with that shit. Two, Kobe's in the midst of building his dynasty outside of basketball. Yeah. He's not going to give that up to come back already. Not, not while LeBron's there. Yeah, not while LeBron's yeah. there. What, what I do think they need to change, too, is Jeannie Buss. And it, in the past, it worked. The Lakers were this mom and pop shop type of organization and now you know they need to kind of break away from that and stop hiring people that are just laker legends or have some type of affiliation to the organization exactly exactly kevin hart (laughs) (laughs) so that's how i felt about that um anything else for you there ruben no man i think i think that that covers pretty much the whole uh scope of the Lakers situation and uh, I just think you know whoever while LeBron is there I think it's going to be a hard task you know um, I think they had something great going and and you know people want to I think he just got a little greedy and uh, he burned a little a couple bridges and I think like there it, there's some the way people feel about him is starting to come out right like other players right they, they don't they don't look at him like like, he's this awesome guy, this awesome player. You know, uh, look at Giannis, you know, the whole Space Jam 2 situation. Like, yeah, he's, having, he's having a hard time getting people to, to want to be in it. Yeah. You know, but you got to – you can't just be like, oh, they just don't want to be in it because they're basketball players. You got to really dig into that. I feel like there's something there that, that's being, you know, not talked about or, or – yeah. It's being covered up a bit, you know what I mean? Keeping it on the hush-hush. And it is sad because that happens to all the, the really, really great players, you know, credit to LeBron. And it, it, that does happen at some point in their careers. People do have that jealousy and that, you know, discomfort of wanting to have to be the, the shadow. And it just, it kind of sucks, you know? I don't think it's jealousy. You think it's jealousy? I don't think I, it's I'd say jealousy. a little bit for sure. What, jealous of LeBron? Because LeBron gets to walk around this soon-to-be billion-dollar guy yeah. and... I don't, think, I don't think the players are jealous. I think they respect this game, yeah. You know, I think they respect what he's done. But I think, I think the way he does conducts business. I think, that's, that's the, I think that's the way. You know, like Kobe had his personality. He, you know, he was a, he's a tough teammate because he, he demanded the most out of everybody. You know what I mean? And, it, and was, it was all real. Yeah, it was real, straight up. You know, but I feel like LeBron is like that guy that's going to be, he's going to dab it up with you. Yeah. You know, and then behind your back, he's going to be talking yeah. to the GM. You see the videos of him dancing at practice, having fun with his teammates. Kobe's videos at practice, he was cussing out Nick Young and he told yeah. him soft because they all sucked. 
Yeah. And then on the court, he, he'd be mean to him. He, he'd keep it under wraps. But LeBron will be their best friend at practice and then be yelling at them in the middle of a billion people yeah. on center stage, you know? I just feel like with LeBron, he always has a hidden agenda. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it's kind of like that snake in the grass. Like, you know what I mean? You got to be careful. Like, swipe or no swiping. Yeah, swipe or no swiping. Have you seen that movie trailer? Uh-uh. Yeah, Dora movie. About Dora? Yeah, there's a Dora movie God coming damn. out. It's kind of funky, bro. I won't uh, be watching that. I won't. Um, I might because I have my daughter. Um, all right, so let's talk about the two guys that are exiting the NBA after a great year. I think Dirk was at 21 and um, 16 for D. Wade. We don't fact check, so yeah. don't uh, fact check that. But um, uh, D. Wade, what do you, what do you, where do you rank him? What do you think about him? I think D. Wade is a... He's a top player. He's definitely going to be one of the best. You know what I mean? Uh, I think one of the things that what well, the one thing that like stuck out to me, even Dirk had like an amazing game. Like, oh my god! You know, Kobe when he left, he scored well. How many points? Sixty. Sixty points. D Wade had a, a triple double. Dirk had his first double double. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all in the last game. Like you know, I think that's. A, that's the way to go out, man. And I think that's the, how true legends go out. I don't think Paul Pierce went out like that. Hell no, I had zero points. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, the reason why I bring up Paul Pierce, he's, he's one of the guys that was talking uh, talking shit, talking that cheddar. That cheddar burger. <laughs> saying that he's better than D-Wade and everybody online just Not roasted him. Not even close, him. bro. Roasted him, bro. I felt bad for him. Yeah. There was a clip on, it, on uh, Instagram where, like, uh, one of the co-hosts was like reading off all the stats <laughs> and Pop Pierce is just getting out. They like kept zooming into his face and he just keeps <laughs> getting sadder and sadder. Like, how do you, you know, how do you, how do you like rebuttal that? That's facts, bro. That's stats. That's your career. Like don't, don't facts without fact checking. Yeah. But yeah. What do you think, man? Yeah, I, I agree. He's way better than Paul Pierce. One, um, mm-hmm. two, uh, D-Wade was, was tight. I, I heard this on, on SportsCenter a couple times already, but realistically, he's the third best shooting guard ever. There, Co- there's MJ, Kobe, and D-Wade. Sh- shooting guard. Shooting guard, yeah. Um, and uh, I think what D-Wade did is what other players should do. Um, obviously, Kobe had his like rough ending, but what D-Wade did year 16, he could still play two years. But yeah. the fact that he went out when he still had it, that memory is going to be there with everyone. Um, there's not going to be a question if he ever lost it because he didn't before he retired. And I think it was just awesome how he was able to put on for the crowd. But, yeah, definitely one of my favorite players. Um, yeah. Dirk, I didn't follow him as much because he was in the Western Conference and Lakers battled with him a couple times. Yeah. So I didn't really like him, but I always knew he was he was tight, had that fucking shot for being seven foot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those guys are – that's crazy. And I think seeing Dirk come up the court crying when the fans are giving him a standing ovation, I think that's what more athletes need to – I'm not saying go be babies or anything, but no, I think show, that, that show emotion passion. shows yeah, a lot. Yeah. Show passion. Yeah. Yeah. So first round of the playoffs, let's go, let's go down the list. I'll, I'll, I'll name off the teams that are playing and then you tell me your pick and I'll give you my pick. Okay. All right. So game one, uh, these, these are bet. These are good picks. If you want to bet, we're yeah. the goats. Trust us. Yeah. Uh, Nets and 76ers. Oh, so rumor has it. Joe Embiid might miss game one. Yeah. Game one means a lot, um, but I'm going to go ahead and say that the 76ers should have an easy time against that. I like the Nets. I'm a D'Angelo Russell guy, but nah, no way. Yeah, uh, same. Sixers all the way. Uh, here we go. Magic and Raptors. Magic and Raptors. 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 That's an easy one. The Claw. 
Spurs Nuggets. That's a that's, that's a, good a really one. good yeah, series. A good one. Any series that has pop, you're in trouble because pop's gonna play you game one and know everything you're gonna fucking do. Yeah, Pop is the equivalent of Bill Belichick. Yeah, so I I will always take San Antonio to get past round one. Jazz are a young, inexperienced team, mm-hmm. you know. So let's he's gonna lock up. Um, what the spider? What are they called? What or Donovan Mitchell? Yeah, Donovan Mitchell. I'm a I'm a Mitchell fan. I love Donovan Mitchell. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Nuggets. Okay. Uh, Thunder Blazers. Oh wait, I said who who's playing the Spurs? Wait, Donovan Mitchell's with the Pacers. Yeah, who's playing? He's playing. He's with the Jazz. Oh, yeah. Who's playing the Spurs? The Nuggets? Nuggets. Oh, Man. okay. We don't fat check, guys. Yeah, we don't fat check. Um, I <laughs> no, still want to... I went with it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still want to say that um, the Spurs are going to get past the first round. I'll still go with the Nuggets. Um, and then we got Thunder and Trailblazers. <sighs> Thunder is, is on... The Thunder are gonna are gonna edge that out, but I would like to see Portland because Portland comes every year hot. And they got Dame. I love Dame, and they always fuck up. If the if the when the when the Blazers lose, there's gonna be serious discussions about Damian Lillard getting out of there. Mm-hmm. All right, then we got Jazz and Rockets. Rockets, Jazz, boom. Pistons and Bucks. This Eastern Conference. Yeah. Pistons and Bucks. Bucks. Bucks all the way. And then we got Pacers and Celtics. Celtics. Celtics, for sure. Wait. That's a hot take. The Pacers, they're missing their best player, and they're the fourth seed, which is fucking – or the fifth seed, which is awesome. But Mm -hmm. they won't have enough with – like, it's playoffs. It's Kyrie. Yeah, and it is is an easy pick. That's why I won the last one. Clippers, Warriors. (laughs) Warriors? (laughs) That's a a done deal. So take that to Vegas with you. Take it to Vegas. Boom. What you got, bro? All right, so our final topic of the day, um, switching sports here. Hopefully some of our NFL fans is uh, Aaron Rodgers has been a topic of discussion a lot lately. Um, Do you give you all some backing who aren't familiar with the situation? Basically, his head coach of 13 seasons was fired um, this past or this recently. Um, So they just hired a new one. Uh, The new coach and Aaron Rodgers haven't even talked yet. And a lot of old players are starting to come out and just scream about the dysfunction that is the Packers organization and how it's all led by Aaron Rodgers. So here's a quote from the Daily Caller at (laughs) NFL.com. No fines over here. And uh, straight from Aaron Rodgers, he said, this was a smear attack by a writer looking to advance his career, talking with mostly irrelevant Bitter players who all have an agenda, whether they're advancing their own careers or just trying to stir old stuff up. That was straight from Aaron Rodgers. And um, then he went on, which I feel like that first one was pretty aggressive, but he goes on, which to me looks like a recovery and says, um, I think we need to honor Mike McCarthy, old coach who got fired, uh, respect him in the right way. We had a hell of a run. We had 13 years for four NFC championships, one Super Bowl, eight straight playoffs, 19 straight wins. So instead of trashing this guy on the way out, let's remember the amazing times we had together. So that's what's going on. Ruben, thoughts? Um, it's kind of hard to tell. I think, I think Aaron Rodgers is one of those tough personalities. I mean, he has his track record of 
not speaking to his family, his brother calling him out. So I mean, it, it the 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 proof is in the pudding. You yeah. know what I mean? Like like it's 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 been out there. It's well documented that Aaron Rodgers is a tough guy. You know what I mean? Like to deal with. And uh, I I mean. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna knock on the guy. I think talent is talent, and uh, he wins. He wins. You know what I mean? Like the scary thing about it, you know, that we talked about before was, like, there was so much going on with with the Green Bay Packers, you know, and they were still good, and yeah. they were still killing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the scary part. Imagine if everything's running smooth, you know, how scary that team could be, or Aaron Rodgers could be. That'd be you know? ridiculous. Yeah. So I don't know. Race debate. You. What do you think? Uh, you think Aaron Rodgers is uh, is the LeBron of football? Um, <laughs> um, I love Aaron Rodgers because I I don't like. I totally Tom Brady. sound like a LeBron hater, huh? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, but uh, but again, I've seen this happen with all the greats: Kobe, now LeBron, um, MJ had it as well, but. When you get to a certain level of superstardom, especially in a sport, and in, and the NFL, especially being a quarterback for a storied franchise, the credentials that Aaron Rodgers has, um, you you develop an ego, and he had one naturally before that already. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I think he's a grade A doucher. I think all the stories are true, um, but not to discredit him because I'm okay with that. Like if you're going to be the leader and captain of a team, like you should be holding everyone accountable, and if they're not doing their job, then you should be advocating to get them out of there. Um, that's just how it is. Uh, I will say that his comments just really like kind of put a bad, um, like clouds over the Packers because now he doesn't have a relationship with the new coach. Um, these young up and comers like Devonte Adams, who's f- a fabulous pro bowler, um, is in contract there. And you know what, what happens when they lose a couple games now who's he going to point it at, right? Like his yeah. all-star receiver. So I just think that Aaron Rodgers needs to realize that he's getting older. And even though he, he performed well when he was healthy last season, like I definitely seen his age. Yeah, for sure. So he ain't Tom Brady. He ain't going to play till he's 50 or whatever. Well, he's a different player than Tom Brady. Yeah, different Tom Brady, player. He's more of a, like, like you know, he scrambles a bit more. He's more of a mobile quarterback. So, they're, they're, I mean, the, the years are going to wear on him a little bit more than Tom Brady. Tom Brady's more of like, pocket yeah it's that yeah. guy and you know so what, I mean? what one thing too though and like i if you think about it too it's like tom brady you see him throw touchdowns to his receivers that have no names and he's all happy realistically i couldn't tell you the last time i seen aaron Rodgers smiling on the football field yeah he's always just like a straightforward which is okay but i'm just like reiterating that these these are true stories and he's probably a fucking yeah. shitty teammate he's got a hot ass chick though he got a hot ass chick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so let's let's kick it off. Um, this is gonna be a long podcast, folks. We, got, we had a pretty good interview with uh, our girl. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so it was probably like what thirty minutes. Yeah, you know, thirty minutes. Thirty minutes long. So this is gonna be a long podcast. So if this is too long, pause it right here and then and listen. Then, to and what? then listen to it later. <laughs> uh, but let's kick it off. Let's let's kick off this interview. You want to say something about your girl? Um, nah, you guys are in for a good time. If you're a dude, turn up the volume. Here's some tips on how to slide into the DM and how to how to get Kelsey. You, f- you filthy animals. <laughs> what is up, y'all? It is the highly anticipated uh, first interview of the Brochilla podcast. We're uh, very excited to have a very special guest here and the return of uh, Mr. Guns Up, Big Ruben. Um, so uh, let's jump right into it with our first guest, and I'll let her introduce herself to y'all. Glad to be a part of this today. I've been listening and 
these guys are incredibly awesome cool super cool dudes i've known ralph for a while um, my name's kelsey and i'm a good longtime friend of ralph's from um Go dogs. yes ma'am me and kelsey go way back i remember uh Early on in your freshman year, when you used to guest me into the student dining hall to hook me up with some grub. <laughs> yeah, it was free meals. Um, all right, y'all. So we're gonna get started, and we're gonna go some um, Q and A with Kelsey and talk about uh, some shit that's been going on. Um, but we're gonna get things started with um, <clears throat> the proper um, etiquette for uh, DMing women. So for starters, my first question is going to be, can you recall maybe the most ridiculous DM you've received? Oh, wow. Okay, that's a tough one. Um, let's see. No, I actually can't think of anything right now, but I do get a lot of like uh, the eyes stuff. And it's honestly, to me, it's like, it's a compliment, but it's kind of creepy because it's like when guys slide and they don't even know you're and they're like, oh my God, your eyes, like you're an angel from heaven and they just say crazy what? stuff. <laughs> That's when I'm like, okay, I don't even know you. They, they really say angel from heaven. Oh yeah. They oh say, my God. Oh, they say stuff like off the wall or like your eyes are like, you know, the ocean and crazy shit like that. And I mean, if it's from a guy that I like know and they're just like, complimenting me I mean it makes me less uncomfortable but when they don't even know me and they're just kind of getting super like up close in my face like that it's just a little uncomfortable so I've never seen you before um so besides Instagram uh so explain to me your eyes what is it about your eyes that guys feel compelled to send you some eye emojis oh man um I guess they just light colored and I'm kind of like darker complected so they kind of stand out and just I look a little different than your average white girl, you know? Oh. You ain't right. dark girl, you All white. Right. All right. I got some flavor. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So just the the, the eyes and, and the, the what do you call those? Um bitmojis or emojis? The the emojis, yeah, the emojis. Alright. So how about um Do people ha- still send emojis? Or is it is it not those gifs? What do you how do you, what do you call them? GIFs? I don't GIFs? know. I barely use them, so um, I don't know. Embrace debate? Embrace the debate. <laughs> um all right, Kelsey, so how about um DMing in general, has it ever, um, like, worked? Do you ever meet any cool dudes, or have you ever been taken on a date from someone that initiated through the DM method? So, so shoot your shot is definitely the, the recommendation rather than sitting back, huh? Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I appreciate a guy who tries, and even if I'm gonna shoot them down, and you know they're not the coolest dude, or they're kind of you know dorky, and they don't get a lot of girls, I'm I'm always super nice and respectful. I don't leave guys on red unless they're being you know a jerk or they're like kind of just douchebag. But yeah, I, there's a lot of guys out there who are socially awkward, so I use the DMs to kind of you know, shoot their shot, and I respect that. Okay, so as long well. as they're not douchebags. We have no shot. As long as they're not <laughs> douchebags, and they're sliding in, yeah, and they're like, I don't know, they're saying something like, I don't know, about my ass, like they're sending emojis like, to my ass pic or something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, you, you posted an ass pic? Um, no, I didn't post an ass, Don't. it's like, I mean, Ross, you won't follow me on Instagram. <laughs> it's like, like a Coachella picture or something. Like, oh. You know. oh, yeah, Coachella picture. Are you going to Coachella this year? I'm not, unfortunately. I'm very sad about that, but I'll be in LA this weekend. Oh, dang. So, no Coachella. That surprises me. You're, you're usually um, pretty updated with the festival scene. Yeah, I'm not this year because, you know, I'm making that big move. So, I'm trying to save where I can and just go be there next year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so moving on from DMs, I think what we learned from that is typically a DM's not the best approach, but as long as you have the courage to do it, it'll kind of set you up. Actually, one thing with, with that, how, how is the interaction when you run into a guy that maybe has been DMing you and um, in public, do they actually come up and use their DM to initiate the convo or has that ever happened? these guys want to know are you single <laughs> i am 110 single playing the field better than i ever have before <laughs> oh <laughs> better than before <laughs> starting lineup baby <laughs> so so um let, let's move to to approaching women um in in a couple environments so first uh, what would be the best way, you know, for a guy, maybe like like Ruben that has some some muscles, maybe a light little tan, um, <laughs> wow. approaching a, a a girl at a, at a bar, like in in a bar scene, like a social environment? Is it, you know, is it appropriate to be kind of obnoxious? What what do you typically see out there on the field? Yeah. <laughs> How's the battlefield looking like? I don't know. I'm more of the girl to like kind of go get what I want. So 
I mean, if you're just standing in the corner not doing anything about it, you're not going to get a girl to approach you. You're going to have to make some type of move to let her know that you're, like, you know, checking her out or by not being obnoxious or douchey. <laughs> All so right. No what, what do you consider douchey? Um, maybe a guy who's, like, following a girl around or, like, being super loud and, like, taking a bunch of shots. Maybe a guy who's just like, hey, let me buy you a drink. Like, what's your name? You know, someone who's a little more calm and willing to, like, talk besides, like, be all crazy and, like, up in your face. Or someone who's trying to touch you a lot is also a little off-putting as a first move. Yeah, you, you want to avoid the Ted Bundy kind of guys, for sure. <laughs> yeah. You don't want those kind of guys around you. Oh, no. All right, so so that that's one environment. I think what we got from that is kind of be uh, a gentleman about it. Uh, when, when you say that that you know that the douchey approach, like I, I can't help but but uh, kind of feel bad for myself in my younger days. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you could attest to that, Kelsey. But I definitely think I was the yell it at the top of my lungs, up in your grill. Definitely never touching, but always just um, you know full pedal to the metal in pursuit of my targets. <laughs> hey, but some girls like that. <laughs> yeah. I guess it just depends on, you know, who you're talking to. Yeah, one girl in particular likes that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, okay, cool. And then, so another situation I've always found um, kind of mind-boggling, and I think uh, even though we're a couple years removed from school now, um, it's still relevant to, to our listeners, but what about maybe at school or a classroom environment? Um, you see the same girl in a couple of your classes. Um, you know, I'm sure you've been in a situation like that, but what would be appropriate way to approach them? Is it going to be, you know, the, hey, you want to be in a study group or what, what, do you, what have you seen and what do you recommend for our young students that are listening? <laughs> Um, let's see I mean I always just ask about school related stuff like oh like are you going this weekend's football game or you know did you do this this last weekend like stuff like you know big events like Fresno State for example like vintage days oh are you going to vintage days weekend or um the football game or tailgates or you know what classes are you in just kind of bringing up stuff because you obviously both go to the same school so if you bring stuff that you're both familiar with that's an easy topic of conversation I think that could lead to you know another conversation or you know bringing up your job for example or what you want to do in the future and that kind of sets the tone and then you could just start off with an easy conversation to see if you can like talk to that person you know maybe you go up to someone in class and you start talking to them and you're like oh shit like this person does not sound like I want to talk to them anymore so I think just bringing up something that's like mutual between you two so if you both go to the same school there's like all different kinds of events or you know stuff going on in that town too that you can bring up mm, okay. good conversation starter so Kelsey what is your type is it guys with tattoos muscles and beards always wear hats what's your type did you just describe like yourself <laughs> no, not at all. Not or, at all. Or, or is it a tall dark and handsome slender man with a fresh fade <laughs> <laughs> um, my type. Um, geez. I don't I got I no like, type. <laughs> Asking for I a friend. I guess I don't, but I like guys that are like. I guess have a really good smile. Someone who's like more on the quiet side, I would say. Um, I don't. 
yeah, maybe more on the quiet side. I like guys with dark hair. I like guys who are tan. Um, so funny. All my friends always make a joke that I like young guys. <laughs> but that hasn't been the case. Cradle snatcher, huh? In a while. <laughs> well, I've been I'm out. To <laughs> I've been steering clear of the youngins, though. They, you know, aren't the best to talk to. But, I mean, I just have a wide... I guess range of guys I talk to um I guess guys I'm comfortable around is kind of my thing like the couple guys I talk to now are all very different in their own ways but they're all handsome so couple (laughs) couple of guys you said so you're talking to multiple guys right now not like seriously talking to but you know just keep me entertained Right. Yeah, okay. For now, for now. Yeah, that, that's well, let's hope they're not listening. <laughs> but talk, talking and sleeping are two different things. Yeah, I'm for, not sure. for sure. And, yeah, no, yeah. we 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 hear you there. Um, okay, and then um, w- one more environment. Um, what about in, like a professional environment, like the work world? I think we've all been there. Um, I know myself. If you uh, spent some time working at Abercrombie, it was like a big fuck fest. So, um, in a professional environment, what's really like, you know, is it appropriate to initiate some type of, uh, you know, relationship outside of, um, you know, the, the, Hey, how are your kids doing <laughs> every Monday morning and things like that? Or should you date their daughter? the time tick by right oh yeah well in my experience i found that whenever you date somebody at work it never ends well (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I haven't seen too many situations where it does end well but i do know a couple people now in the professional world that are dating someone in their company and they seem pretty happy but i don't know how long you know that lasts. yeah i I think you, you you're correct with like the the age plays a big role because um, in our younger days, I think the uh, work-life relationships are all um, going to end <laughs> abruptly as well, and that'll that'll definitely lead to, to problems. Um, okay, Kelsey, so how about some Instagram pointers? I know girls seem to have it on lock because y'all get all the followers, you get all the likes, the cool comments. I, I know a lot of girls are able to turn their Instagram accounts into small businesses to where they're kind of making money off of posting protein shakes and shit like that um but what 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 about for dudes what what do you see that you know you like and makes you check a dude's profile out versus what do you see that makes you kind of turn away i feel like every girl's a bang model now (laughs) everybody's posting bang pictures like because it bangs if you drink bangs it means you work out bro yeah Yeah. not everybody not everybody's sponsored by bang people just i'm putting that out there starbucks can sponsor me Uh, all right, so yeah, so so what what are some pointers from from you know from a girl that that uh 
has a good opinion. Um, as far as like guys' profiles that catch my eye, I think if they're like doing the same kind of things as me, and if they have friends in their pictures, I always look for the friends. Um, it's super attractive when guys have you know big groups of friends and they're out doing fun stuff. Like you know maybe not always at the bars, but such as like music festivals. Like that's something I love. So if I see a guy, you know, he was at Outside Lands last year in Coachella, I'm like, oh shoot, like he, he likes music. Like that's something we have in common already. So I kind of check out the profile and then I see even like their it's like their bios. Like if it just says a little bit about them, I'm like oh like they're you know this age and they're doing this. It's like attractive like especially if their like job maybe or like for example like marketing or like um what else can we say professional football players i'm just kidding (laughs) 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 just kidding um but i guess if they just like have similar interests as you and the profile picture is always a good one like if you have a pretty clear good picture of you like either out in like a good setting or just like of lighting like that's also really eye-catching rather than a picture that looks like it was from seven years ago in college you know so, so, so i think just mostly instagrams that that seem like the guy is like has friends and is active and is social i think to me that's super oh, interesting what, a, what about uh excessive gym pictures <laughs> damn i feel like you're taking shots over here bro hey <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, some girls really like that. Personally, me, I just, I'm, this sounds so bad. I love toes, muscles, and bodies, but I honestly don't usually, that's not the first thing I go for as a guy who's super physically in shape. Okay, okay. I mean, you know some of my my past, Ralph, and I'm sure you could say they're not all the buffest guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely all, all comes to preference. Okay, so, so I think, uh, kind of looking like you're enjoying your, your your life and having positive posts um, rather than kind of just being um, you know posting about random stuff. Kind of making sure you're you're showing that you're a good time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then how about some bad accounts? Like what what makes you look at a guy's when you look at a guy's profile? The, the initial picture is good. What would turn you away once you start scrolling through his pictures? Hmm. Terrible selfies. I think some guys just, I mean, just give it up, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Don't do the selfie thing, man. Like, I don't know. But I'll let you answer that one. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. And I think, like, lately it's been, um, I hate seeing the ex-girlfriends from, like, high school on their page. It's like, okay, you can archive that. (laughs) You You know, you don't need your pictures from 2008 on there anymore. Don't even archive them. Delete them. Like... I'm a big advocate of don't post your significant other if it's not serious because you don't want to be that person that is constantly uploading. I love this guy. I love this guy or I love this girl. And then everybody knows when you guys break up and all the pictures are gone. You know, like, uh-huh. it's just it's just one. I mean, I'm a I'm a uh, I'm calling myself out here, <laughs> you know, but uh, but yeah. So I think moving forward for myself, uh, you will not be seeing that. But what do you think? You think you're so? Is that what you're talking about? Talking about if your ex is still in the profile, that's a that's a huge no no. I would say so, yeah. Especially if it's like old, old. I mean, your recent ex, and you have a couple of those pictures up there. Still, so it's it's okay, you know. And then, of course, like I would go deep diving into her Instagram. I'm like, what does she look like? But it's only if I'm actually interested in him. If it's just like a random guy, 
I just kind of talk to him like, oh, whatever, you know, I don't even care. But, um, yeah, and, like, we're pictures from high school still. Like, that was so long ago. And, you know, the phone quality is upgraded significantly. So having those, like, bad quality versus all of a sudden crystal clear iPhone pictures, it's it's just not good. good so luck. so did, did you, was Instagram around when you were in high school, Kelsey? Yeah, I did. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I didn't have an Instagram tall as a sophomore in college, so <laughs> there, there goes that. I'm an old man, so we had MySpace. <laughs> yeah, I, I had it all. I, like, was all up on social media when it came out, so I have, like, super embarrassing high school pictures that are in deep in my archive or deleted. Right, right. But but that's what you do. You're, I know you're, 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 like, into marketing and stuff, so I feel like social media has always been pretty relevant for you. So what, what about, I know, again, probably more so for the younger crowd, but I mean, I guess we're also kind of younger, but um, what if maybe yes. not a, a yes. girlfriend, yes. but they have maybe excessive pictures with different groups of girls? Is that still part of the, hey, they're, they're a fun guy, people like to be around them? Or is that like, oh, this dude's a, a slob, he's, he's a dog? He's a fuck boy. No, I mean, I like it. It shows their social and stuff. Maybe it shows they've hung out with a lot of girls. And then there's also the thought, you know, maybe they're banging a lot of girls. But um, I think, it's, it, to me, it's not a turn off. Just because, I mean, you know, a lot of my guy friends are super, you know, social. And they do have a lot of girlfriends. So to me, and from what I've been through, it's not a turn off to me. But some other girls might be like, oh my gosh, look at all these girls, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know in, back in my heyday. Um, I, I was posting a lot of pictures with, with girls that were my friends and you're right. Like some people have the, the conception of, Hey, that just means he's a fun guy. And others are always wondering like, Oh, is this, you know, the, the next chick that, that he's trying to sleep with or he's fornicating with and whatnot. So I, I always thought it was, it was funny to, to kind of see that if it was a, a pro and a con for, for, you know, um, single dudes at the time. Um, all right. Kids still say fornicate. No, I just, I just heard that in a ASAP Rocky interview. Um, but uh, okay, okay. So how about style nowadays? I know is all over the place. Um, straight dudes wear, or I take that back. I don't want to say straight dudes, but I'm saying the the styles. It's kind of hard to tell um, who's straight and who's not, right? I, I'm a skinny jean wear, skinny jean wearer myself, and I know in my younger days I thought that was an indicator of um, people who are interested in the opposite sex. But uh, my, my point is um, what styles, you know, kind of seem appealing to you on dudes and maybe what doesn't? I feel like this escalated quickly. <laughs> I know. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> I like, it's, it's crazy. Keep... I do not have a type of style I go for. Like, I honestly love the hipster look, but then... I'll go with another guy who's like you know a little more cheat up. Like I don't, I don't really know. For me, maybe more along the hipster side. Okay. Kind of like the the effortless look. Um, I typically would go for, but honestly, my my taste is everywhere. Like, <laughs> I wish I could show you some pictures of guys right now, but you know, we're not all together. But I'll save those for later. Um, 
could I could send you some examples of outfits. <laughs> okay. Um watch a bunch of guys start dressing like that. <laughs> so what about I honestly I like pretty simple guys too. Like guys that don't look like they're trying too hard, you know, like just that kind of simple, like thrown together look I, I really like. Yeah. I, I think that that's that's a funny point because I know me I realistically I feel like I, I don't have that good of a style. I'm I'm real basic. I'll wear like a t shirt from Tilly's or like a Ralph Lauren polo and some pants and Sperry's and that's just me 24 7 where Ruben again I know you guys haven't met yet but if you check him out on Instagram you'll see he's high profile kind of GQ type of look and I'm always torn in between um every time I'm going out I almost want to buy a new outfit because I feel like I'm too basic I always buy a new outfit every time I go out guaranteed but uh so so both both like the basic and kind of extravagant styles will will do their justice in certain times Confident what they're wearing, I think that shows better than ever. Like when guys are just confident being themselves, it makes their clothes look good. Okay, for sure. Right on. All right, um, couple more questions for you, Kelsey. Um, first, uh, kill, fuck, Mary, Drake, <laughs> um, Justin Bieber, James Franco. Clock's ticking. Drake. Okay, you said you said Drake, J. Beebs, and James Franco. James Franco. James Frank. Oh my gosh. Okay, fuck Mary Kill. All right, let's go. Okay. So, I want to I'm going one. to. Oh, wow, this is so hard. I actually love James Franco. It's a good um, lineup I put out there, huh? I'm like, I don't want to kill any of these people, honestly. Um, okay, I would definitely marry Drake. Woo! He's Um, And then I would. Okay, I would fuck Bieber because he's like, <laughs> you know, growing up, he's been like, you know, every girl's man crush, even when he was like super, super young days. Like, yeah. I just gotta do it for my younger self, you know. Yeah, yeah. So Franco gets the gets the 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 AK. Yeah, yeah gets he does. I still love him though. I fuck his brother too. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, and, and Ruben Ru- 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 wanted to give his opinion on the kill, fuck, Mary oh, Drake, dude, would, Justin Biebs, and Franco. I would totally fuck James Franco, <laughs> both show. Um, I would marry Drake just because he's got that sensitive side. Uh-huh. And Biebs, I mean, we could do without Biebs. Okay, all right. Um, that, that shows the age difference where he prefers Franco versus Drake and, and wow, Biebs. Shot. He's just taking <laughs> shots his whole podcast. Um, all right, Kelsey. and. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm the I'm the old man here, 31. Hey, he's the he's the hey. Wally Wally Coyote. <laughs> Wally Coyote. I uh, like Silver Fox. <laughs> um, so I know uh, I know you, you you follow sports. I don't know how avidly you, you're invested into the NBA, but I'm sure you have a, a favorite team and maybe uh, a thought on who you think is going to win the NBA championship this season. NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm a Bay Area sports fan, so I like the Warriors. Oh, is is that a, a recent love and no judgment zone, or is and that honestly, a? Honestly, I like the Lakers too, though. Cause I'm, you know, hey, California loves and Ralph. I know you've always loved the Lakers, so I gotta give you some love. But um, I honestly watched one game maybe like seriously all season 
like where I watched the entire thing, mm-hmm. which was recently was that Warriors and um, what team was it? <laughs> See, I can't remember. It might have been like Clippers or something. All right, so you got the Warriors taking it all. That's yeah, pretty, I think so. So far, pretty safe bet. There. Pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty, I haven't pretty, caught a Lakers game yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're they're done for the season. So better luck next year. Oh, they're out for a season. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, but that that's a t- discussion for a different playoffs. different day. Um, all right, Kelsey. Well, um, uh, any ending thoughts before we uh send you off? What do you have any questions for us? Yeah. You want to ask Ralphie anything? How about that or Ruben? Um. So why'd you guys choose me to be today's guest? It's pretty exciting. I was thrilled when I got the text and. I think it was good to hear you guys talk and you know I've heard your podcast so I was super excited to talk to you guys and I actually really have to make sure I follow your friend over here on Instagram. Yep, that's Mr. Guns Up Ruben, I, I think. What's what's it called, Ruben? Yeah, Guns Up underscore Ruben. Are you a buff guy? Like, am I going to see lots of muscles on there? Oh, <laughs> a little bit. You yeah. might get your next DM right there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I chose you, Kelsey, because one, uh, I know again, you're 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 like that 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 marketing girl. When I when I think about you, um, I know you're you're very well liked and highly regarded amongst um, a lot of our mutual acquaintances. So I thought it'd be good to kind of talk to a girl that one I, I know, and two, I know would bring some some fire to the to the podcast with her opinions. You know, a lot of our friends love you, and I think a lot of if you want more girls' opinions, I think you could definitely get a lot of people to talk to you guys. All right. Easy, easy guys to talk to, and that's super great quality to have. Hell yeah. So definitely make sure you, you let people know when we send you the link that this is up. Spread the love for the boys. Um, but other than that, Kelsey, we All righty, girl. You have a good night. Right on. Thank around. you. You too. Nice to meet you, Ruben. Nice to meet you too. Have a good night. All right, bye. Boom. So you guys just heard the gorgeous Kelsey. If you guys want to follow her, it's at Kelsey Coster uh, on IG. I don't know where her Twitter handle was, uh, so I didn't. We didn't grab that. So, but uh, do your research, find out. Uh, but. She gave us some awesome tips on how to slide into the DM, how to get the girl, how to stay persistent, but not creepy. Also, some good swagger tips. Also, um, what else should you cover, Ralphie? Um, just how to get girls in, in different environments. Yeah, how to get girls in different environments. So, well, we my challenge to you uh, dudes is I want you guys to go ahead and try this out. Let me know if it works. And shoot us a DM or leave us a comment on one of our posts or shoot me an email at ruben at gunsupfit.com. A little quick plug. If you guys want uh, three months, 80 bucks, can't beat that. Boom. Let's get it, guys. But we're going to close this out with my homie Little Pump with one of my favorite songs. Let's get it. Boom. I don't know the bitch, but I know a stripper night. I don't know the bitch, but I know a stripper night. I don't know the bitch, but I know a stripper night. I don't know the bitch, but I know a stripper night. I don't know the bitch, but I know a stripper night. I don't know the bitch, but